This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Hallelujah. God is good. Wow. Okay, Ephesians chapter 3. <laughs> Hallelujah. See, when we shout, you are increasing the time of the message. <laughs> Hallelujah. Ephesians 3. I really want to be brief this afternoon. There are many unbelievers here. Uh, we will prove, we'll prove we, I mean, we'll prove them wrong. Ephesians 3 20. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, let's read together. Above. What you call. Thoughts on earth is in heaven. What you call thoughts on earth are voices in heaven. In the spirit realm, your thought is a substance. Satan might not know the details of it, but in heaven, your thoughts are plain. When you say, I have for them, bless you, ma, but inside your heart, which is very common among Yoruba people. I'm qualified to say so because I'm Yoruba. So you can't accuse me of tribal because I am Yoruba. So you understand? Your thoughts are very loud before God. Secondly, before we take our save, until that is able to do above all we ask or think, in pushing things spiritually, there, are, there is a place for asking and God grants. There is also a place for thinking and God grants. Can I go see God bless you? Oh, the most dangerous things on that. Okay, coming down does not mean I will take time. <laughs> I see some you are looking at me. Okay. <laughs> Hallelujah. This is what makes life very, uh, I don't want to use the word for some, complicated. Everybody pay attention today because truly I ought to be brief. I said it will take me time to pass across to you. God does not want to walk outside of you. You have a role to play. A minister of God can be sent by God to minister to you. Pray against sickness, cast out devil, heal your sickness or whatever. That pattern will not carry you too far. There are interventions that God puts at different uh, boundaries of your life to help you. 
God's perfect plan is that everything that God will do in your life, they come from you. Where is the Holy Spirit? It lives inside you. God works from inside out. And the most delicate matter, something that is very about this whole Christianity is the fact that there are things created by God to help you rise in life. When they are misused, they are the very thing that can tie you down. One of such I want to speak about today, the greatest power of Satan is not in Satan himself. It's in perverting what God has given to man and using it against man. Did somebody get what I just said now? Did you get what I just said now? Satan's power is multiplied. When he finds a substance in a man that God has given to that man, either that man does not know how to use it or the man is not aware of it, he comes in, he capitalizes on it and he uses it. A deliverance to a person that does not have a picture of failure will be a one-time deliverance. But to deliver a person whose mentality says we have a problem, we are down, you know, and, and, and I, I don't mean this in a very disrespectful manner. This one, all of them saw me when I just, it's very unlike me. I just met the lady at the foyer like, about a week ago and I said see just go there's nothing I can do for you she would just come to the phone oh I'm dying I'm dying I'm in trouble and she's gone to do 21 days on this lady. the first time she saw me she doesn't come to this church she just said my message online I told her as she sat in the office I said look I did not even know that there was one of the conferences we had and she was trying to bump into her apostle and I said please go back if you know me very well, I'm not that harsh. I'm not, I'm not. But you see, we are men of the spirit. At times, I ran from my spirit. And all the pastors, they know. Because my natural self is to bow, to greet everybody. But you see, when you are in the spirit, you do some things that your mind might not even understand. And I said, you are worshipping. See, what your problem is not the problem. Your problem is you. You have accepted a picture of defeat, we will soon die. This will happen. I asked her a question. Okay, you went to so-so camp and did 21 days without food and the spirit is still there. She started crying. I said, so what else are you going to do? And I said, can I tell you now? She said, yes. All she wanted me to do was to get up. Mm. All you forces. I'm not going to deceive anybody. I will say this when I talk about something else. You see, when we used to do School of the Spirit, I've said it many times, that God gives you an impression. It's not inferior to somebody so efficient. Can I hear amen? Amen. Someone will never see vision till Jesus comes. And thank God for preachers like T.L. Osborne, like Andrew, who have come out to tell people I don't see anything. But I have healed more than times hundred of those who see. See, I lost my said, He said, on the crusade ground. So I've seen Jesus once many years ago. He said, on the crusade ground, 
I have never felt any power, any anointing. I just share the word and I pray. And people are getting up from crushes. Show me those who are singing and what they are able to do. Because Africans are conscious of when the man says, they take you serious when you now say, hey, as I was in the spirit realm. Like many people said during that election. I was, as I was in the spirit realm. So you carry weight when you say that. And there are Christians. Once they come to meet you in an office and you don't start by, ah, madam, as they see that they see. Any other thing you tell them is trivia, they are going to throw it away. Because you have not said. Honestly, that's why many times I refrain, I refrain myself from saying my visions. Because what are you going to get from it? Are you getting what I'm saying? It's a serious problem in Africa. When you come and you scatter ground, say they are calling me up there now. Okay. I can see now. Then they will believe what you are going to say next. When you come and just say, let's open our Bible, people won't believe. And it shows that we are many Bible illiterates in the body of Christ. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, sir. The Holy Spirit, for many of you here, will just whisper something to you most times. That whisper is as powerful as an angel appearing to somebody and saying that. At times you are praying and you're all of a sudden there is a sudden desire. You are the time that normally you won't crave for traveling. I am talking to somebody right now. I just passed the word of knowledge. This is not, is the message board for someone is a word of knowledge. All of a sudden, there is a sudden rise of this desire to travel in a way you cannot explain. You are very comfortable, everything is fine. And the more you pray that I don't want to travel, the more it's rising, is because in the script written of you, you should travel. I just confirm what the Lord has been showing somebody now. Now, that is not inferior to an angel saying that my daughter, come and go to Canada and we shall go with you. You know, but people rate that. You know what that will do? You will start downplaying how God is working in your life and be trying to copy somebody that you are not and you will never be. Did somebody just, did you hear what I just said now? Yes. I don't see Dr. Paul in H.A. calling the phone numbers. Yeah, the number of crutches, they win per day in that place. Don't, don't mess up yourself by trying to be like someone else. And that now all of a sudden, you are not satisfied with your devotion again. You are looking for something to appear so that you too can be. So I told her, because in the wickedness of Satan, once he's able to do this and I'm saying, and one of such things is that Satan understands the power of imagination. When he gets hold of it before you, you are in trouble. Only the mercy of God. In other words, as we pray, don't continue to think picture. There is no time that the marriage of a woman, that the picture of a man cheating on her, walking away from her, abandoning her, is haunting. It's just a matter of time. It shall happen physically, except it is terminated in the spirit realm by a superior thought. We come from the word of God. Prayer does not directly renew your mind. Your, the word of God does. As you pray, God gives you what it is the word that rearranges, it rearranges who you are inside. 
that rearrangement must happen because eventually, see, there is like this. When we say satellite beams and all those things, the big waves, you cannot see that waves. The kind of this you are using in your house or they are using to supply a network to you or whatever will determine the channels that you are seeing. There are channels we cannot see. Now, in Nigeria, nobody watches. You don't see Fox News in ordinary cable because DSTV does not cover Fox News. All the channels, things that will be happening in your life, there is a receiver in you. The major part of that receiver, the antenna, is your imagination. It's going to be capturing things according to his, uh, the way it appears inside you. So the major work is to correct what is inside. Fox News is in the air right now. We can't get it because DSTV does not have the package. No matter the evil in the air, there is a certain posture your imagination assumes that it will not trap the evil because it's not part of the package. Isn't that beautiful? This is why you don't pray against Satan in fear. You pray against the fear itself. When the fear goes, there is clarity to now move. So at times, instead of shouting, Jesus just out of fear, look at that fear itself. Why am I afraid? Because the power of God will not break at times until you are calm. That's the Bible says, be still and know that I am God. Is somebody with me? So people are scared, wrong picture. They are moving from one prayer house to another. Is that picture they should deal with first? Amen and brethren, if you have allowed it to linger, this is why some Christians don't know. There is no room for carelessness in Christianity. Ah. When Solomon saw it, he said, guide your heart with all diligence. Is that Proverbs 4.23? Guide your heart out of it at the issues of life. If you were there, you would have corrected someone that, no, 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 no. Out of my heart, issues are no. Out of God, issues of life. Solomon said no. But remember, all scriptures are written by the inspiration of God. Out of it are the issues of life. This is why Please, when the service is over, meditate on what I have said. Whatever power you have that you are given to the enemy to use against you, go and collect it back. And many of them are in form of imaginations and thoughts. What is an average person sitting down thinking about? This is why you will understand the tragedy of a Christian watching pornography. You are by yourself in the future sowing a seed of destruction. As if you sent machine to dig hole for yourself on a path you are going to drive past. Is that no stupidity? I'm a man. You are a man. You are 35. You want to live to 75 without scandal. And you are watching a woman's brain. What are you, what, what, what are you trying to do? And you think it's about arguing that it's a sin or it's not a sin. Beyond sin or no sin, you are digging something. Look, there is nothing innocent in this world. Everything is a seed. It's true. I believe in miracles. I've seen that soul set free. What's the meaning of that word that Solomon used? Guide your heart. He said, in other words, it's a battle. Guide your heart. Because when Satan looks at you, the first thing he does is to begin to send seed and seed. 
Hardly will a cancer just show up suddenly. It can just make you to begin to read something online about cancer. Then a friend of yours that you know, a school colleague, died of cancer. All of a sudden, the consciousness of cancer is coming. This is why you will begin to understand why you are giving mouth. That as much as 100 times, as many as 100 times a day at times, we under our breath with just certain things. You are working on in the office. It takes just 10 seconds. In Jesus' name, that will never happen to me. When you speak, you interrupt your thinking. Yes. If I ask you to stand and ask you to count to 100, and you are counting, and I say, what's your name? You are interrupted. What interrupt your thoughts? At times, interrupt any negative by speaking. You don't need to disturb anybody. Just say it under your breath. But it is written of me that by stripes I am healed. I see myself clocking Afi and still jogging my grandchildren. When you say that, a new picture is supplied and it dematerializes the old one. What you cannot do is to keep quiet and let it sink. Worst of all, to begin to meditate on it. No matter who you pray for. Ah, I remember this one that Apple, okay, I think you spoke about it. It's a very funny stuff. Everybody had prayed with the woman, she was blind. And she just lost her soul of a sudden. And at times she was afraid, but it was a very serious. And she got angry with God because she was a pastor's wife. That why would God heal her? Different pastors, people I pray for her in America, powerful people. Then an evangelist was coming to their church. And she knew that the man would offer to pray for her. So she stayed at home. Her husband was here, but she refused to come. The man just ran into her on the street the following day and said, Hey, I want to pray for you. And this is what I've been. And the man prayed. So she was like, well, like every other person. And the man said that when he finished praying, he said, Look. And she was trying to open her eyes. And the man said, I did not say open your eyes. I said, Look. I said, See. She tried again. He said, I didn't say you should look at me or open you. I didn't mention open your eyes. I said, See. Then for the first time, she realized actually you can see without looking. Or you can see your heart. When that thought came that we can see without looking, the look part joined. She just opened her eyes and saw and began to see. Why is God very serious about imagination? I'm going to show you something. Genesis chapter 6. To know how serious this matter is. Honestly speaking, brother, you can't just sit down on your bed and let any thoughts. People are sinking and they keep entertaining those thoughts. Sit down on their bed. And then what? And nobody is rich in Nigeria except the thieves. There are many non-thieves who are rich. <laughs> and it came to pass when men began to multiply on the face of the earth, and daughters were born to them. Next verse. The sons of God saw the daughters of men. I will explain that another day. But that's what we are going. Let's start from verse four. They were giants on that, verse 5. And God saw the, that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every imagination of his thoughts, of his heart, was only evil. Look at next verse. It repented God that he made man. Ah, we did not fabricate this machine to function this way. Imagination. 
That's why this place led to Genesis 11. Can you give me chapter 11? The verse that said that the people is one. And this is the beginning of what they will do. And now there's nothing. Somewhere down, Bible said that and God, before God scattered their language, he stated the reason why he decided to scatter their language. And the Lord said, Behold, the people is one. They have all one language. And they begin, this is what they begin to do. Now, nothing will be restrained from them which they have imagined to do. The Lord called the attention of angels to something they created. <laughs> Maybe when they began to build tower, some of the angels in heaven sat down and started laughing. Now, look at these idiots. So they think they can build something that will reach heaven. Humanly speaking, that is not possible. Geographically speaking, that's not possible. But they noticed that God was not joking while looking at them. I said, Papa God, <laughs> before you can build to the heights where planes are flying, he said, now, is that possible? But God was not joking. And then God told them that you don't understand what is going on there. I put something in them. He said, this is what they have started to do. This one might not reach heaven, but I'm telling you one thing. If you don't do something about their imagination, there is nothing they set it on that they will not achieve. He said, Michael said, Lord, why? He said, because I created man and I know what I put inside. That to help man to soar high in life, to help a man who is born in a manger, to help a man born in a room in Ajegule, never to be limited to Ajegule. I put something they call imagination. It can be in a shanty room in Ajegule and he can imagine London. Imagine himself in suit. Imagine himself working in a good place. If he keeps that imagination for a while, events will climb upon events and we carry him to London and he wear that thing. Yeah. When we teach, some people think that it's Christians. No, because it works for both Christians and non-believers. It does. When we start praying, the part that is our work we don't want to do. Yet, according to Romans chapter 12, every Christian, you have a part to play in renewing your mind. That means, even if you begin with 10 15 minutes every day of what you read in the Bible. Now, by the way, I will say more of this another day. If you are listening to me, you must read the Bible for yourself every day. Some Christians join prayer here and there, but you don't read the Bible yourself. You listen to a message. Fine. There is no substitute for your eyes looking at the Bible. Revelation says, blessed are those who read the book. You must read the Bible yourself. I begin to tell you that even if it's only five verses you can read a day, every day read the Bible yourself. Are you hearing me? Even if it's just five verses, and try and remember where you have read, there is an anointing. Something happens when your eyes contact the word. Not that what Pastor read in the Bible. This is you and your Bible. There must be a place for you and your Bible alone. Messages can help it to be deeper. Messages can help it, but you must read the Bible yourself. That old song, 
read your Bible, pray every day. It's a very powerful song. Are you with me? So it's good that you listen to a lot of messages, but read your Bible yourself. Now, from the Bible, begin to draw. The Lord, because you think in pictures, that's how God created man. If I say to you now that there's a red car outside, you don't see letter red and letter car. What you picture immediately is a red car. Is that right? Whatever I mention right now, I will mention it in word, but you will picture it in your imagination, in terms in a picture. God created man that way. When you take a word from God, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. That is part one of the job. Part two is that take that the Lord is my shepherd and let it, let it enter your imagination. You can be given five minutes a day. Just sit on your seat and imagine that everywhere you go in your life, there is a shepherd leading you. After a while, it gets, you know, they were asking and the woman, which I've said here before, Bible schools all over the world, it doesn't have church. Uh, some of those Bible schools, they, it took them $200 million to build. And one of the few, American banks give them money, Lord. One of the few ministries building debt-free. The first time they were dedicating that facility and people filled it up. A woman told Andrew Omar that, ah, you must be very happy today. He said, yes, I'm happy today, but I was happier. I was already happy last year when nobody was here, when it was an empty land. He said, I will come here every day. I will sit and thank God. He gave me a word that he will fill up. I saw the place filled up many times. He said, so I already celebrated and rejoiced when there was nothing. My imagination. When I captured it, I rejoiced as if it was happening physically. Within one year, it started happening. There's no way your life is right now that you can't move it to the top. I just what I've just shared with you now. It's a Bible secret. God is able to do above. Some translation put the word imagine in that place of thinking. Put that like this one. It's a very serious matter. The Lord put it there that wherever they put you in life, environment might say no, but you can close your eyes and hear yes. This is part of what testimony is for. Yeah. I've told the story that a pastor told us, and I'll close with this, that this guy applied in UK. He was just an immigrant in Nigeria. And then he will apply this job in a particular place. He will open the site and you will see 3,000 white graduates applying for the same thing. He said no matter how much he prayed, he just like did not stand a chance. The faith to believe was not there. He said, let's be realistic. He tried and tried. But somebody taught him that you can use one logic to defeat another. He left Nigeria and went to UK because for 11 years or so, when he married, why couldn't give birth? And he told me, I said, I don't care whether we have children or not, but my parents and we in Nigeria, they will let us, so they located on that note. I said, one day he was driving, and I think he said he picked a neighbor. I can't remember the details, so he picked a neighbor. It was raining. 
But like in this country, nobody talks to your neighbor. If I stop now, she will say, did I ask you? And well, he stops and the woman entered the car and they were talking. And I was telling him that she was about to lose her marriage. She was married to a Nigerian. She's an American to an African man. No, Nigerian, a Ghanaian. And the marriage was about to end. She thought her husband was wicked. So when she explained what he used to do, then this Nigerian man told her that your husband is not wicked. That this is a cultural clash. That's a good man. And I explained to her, I said, this is how Africans are. This is how they view things. And the woman said, wow. No, maybe something, I don't know, maybe something like, a white woman saying that she, I don't want to see your mom. If you are married to him, I'm not come. Like, no, an African man can say well, she might not live with her, but she can. How can you say I should not see my mom? So the the the, the man just explained to the woman that see your husband is not a bad man. There's a difference between the way you wives look at things and and explain to her. And she went back home and the marriage was restored. She now said one day she woke up. She wanted to pray. I said to God, Lord, I don't even know whether I'm serious enough to pray. I don't know whether I'm a Christian like that. He wanted to say, but that neighbor that helped me to restore my marriage, I have never seen himself and his wife with a child since they've been living there before. He said, Almighty God, whether I know you or not, I don't know. If I pray another prayer, you might not answer. But today, I kneel down before you, maybe as a white man, I pray one prayer. Give them a child. So when people pray, a prayer that has nothing to do with selfishness like that, everyone answers very quickly. And they had a child. Now, against she had no fallopian to put him, against all odds. All of a sudden, the man remember that if my wife gave part without, and it happened between my, before my naked eyes, then I will also get a job. No matter how many people. It's a, under the same category of there's no chance of having a child, but we had one. There's no chance of me getting this job, but I will get it. He got it. He said, for days he will sit down and he will think about what happened with the wife. And gradually started accepting the fact that even if 10,000 whites will apply, they will pick me on top of all of them. Was that not what David did when he faced Goliath? He said, the Lord who killed the lion and the bear. I was a teenager, I killed lion. I was a teenager, I killed bear. None of them killed me. Goliath, I don't care how tall you are, you are coming down as well. One of the things you must never do in your life, don't waste miracles and testimonies. When you enjoy the blessing, plant the seed again. Always remember things that God has done. Rehearse them in songs. People rehearse bad things people have done for them, and things not working. Some of us regularly we talk about we have altars in our lives. Altars. Hopeless situations that if the Lord delivers me from any hopeless, I don't let it go. I rejoice, but I pick the experience and keep it somewhere. Every day you are looking at it. Ah, Lord, I should have died five years ago. Against all, Lord, I made it. This one I'm looking at also, and this gate also will open. It strengthens you from within to be able to believe for anything. And that is part of how you work on your imagination. Number one, the word of God. Number two, testimonies. Let's rise. Hallelujah. Did somebody get what I just said today? Praise the Lord. What was Isaac doing when they brought his wife? He was meditating. There is a place to pray. There is a place to just quietly sit down. 
whatsoever truth to know in the word of God, allow it to settle your hearts. See yourself walking in it. See yourself walking in it. See yourself walking in it over and over and over again. Yeah. See yourself walking in it over and over again. There are imaginations that people will have to fight after service today. I believe, personally, 70% of transgenerational disease is rooted in what I've just shared now. Grandpa lived in London. This guy is in Nigeria, but the same thing is happening to him. Because you are aware, it's somewhere your thoughts, and you've not done anything about it. Don't even spend too much time rebuking it. Just spend time building the right picture. It might take a bit of time, but after a while, you'll recover completely. After a while, just keep this picture. Nobody here will die before your time. Blessed be your name. As you look around Lagos, what do you see? The bad thing about this is that if you see nothing, weed will grow there. Weed grows when you live a land alone. So you can't leave it. You have to give, put a seed there. You cannot plant yam now on this spot and under the yam weed is growing. No. The weed will give yam a space. So your land. When you look at your children, what do you see? If there is fear about somebody, run to the room, pray until that fear sinks and begin to look at the word of God. Build a new picture that no. I and the children that God has given me, they are for signs and wonders. They are for signs and wonders. When you close your eyes, what do you see in your account? Imagination. So, the day this thing, some of these things, it's been a while. That I, I will not forget, it was a Jehovah Witness when we were growing up in the estates. We had a doctor close to my eyes, the next house to me, the third one to my father's house. The husband and wife are both doctors, and they had some ferocious dogs. And this man was going to give a back. So, he had entered their compound. Those dogs were an eye. You know, the very wicked dogs, they will let you enter well. The one that is backing before you enter is only telling you that, well, don't let us fight. That's a nice dog. The real, the bad boys, when you are coming, they hide. So you enter. When you reach halfway, <laughs> then, then they come for you. <laughs> so, <laughs> I just remember they train around my neighbors and they train an association to always it will hold people's neck down until the owner will tell the person what to the doctor what to do and the man's mother came and the gate man went out and left the game so the mother just entered out of like this is my son's arm and the association grabbed mommy and nobody came back until after three hours when they came mommy just carried her load and the mommy went away <laughs> 
that night, she went back to where she came from. She vowed that I Some of you didn't know you were coming. They said, just leave me. I'm not visiting you again. <laughs> Hallelujah. And I remember this dog were coming towards this man. He just kept going with audacity. They reached him and turned back and started following him. Sniffing his leg, but he kept going. And he said something that day to people watching. He said, I won't say it's impossible. I will say it is almost impossible for a dog to bite you when there's no fear in you. He said they can sniff it. He said once there's no fear, that there's nothing. And then Dr. Mike Bulldog's zookeeper told him the same thing. That even lion, that once you bump into a lion, it is what to do that will determine what the lion will do. If you're afraid, the lion will kill you. If you try to run, the lion will kill you. He said, but you can transfix the lion. By become neutral, now we become neutral. It's just that. Uh, <laughs> How do you see that guy and become neutral? <laughs> it's the problem. And he said one day, truly, the lion broke loose. You know, he had the zoo in the air. That I don't know if that he had the zoo in the south that time. Now broke loose from his inner cage to the outside, and he might be a threat to other animals inside the cage, the zoo. So my, my good just called the guy that well, you said that. And my said, No problem, came. So he just entered. He was calculating the steps and trying to look at the lion. He would look away at times, look at the legs, look away, look at the look, and then after a while, lion just calmed down. He just went there, took the lion and led the lion back to the cage. I told my daughter, I said, I told you that it is what to do. He, he said he just told them, thank you. I said, sharp. Just, just look at it. <laughs> Glory. Was it UI that that one happened, Abby? You remember the one picture told us? It, it became a common story in UI. The zoology department, they were talking about like They gave lion tranquilizer and then lion was brought to the class to do, yes, like teaching and so the lecturer sat where the lion between him and the door and the students were and for some lion just woke up so the student could flee only they said the man the last they had the man said well if the lord has said this is how it will end you know life, life is and the lion fell down again and slept the man end of lecture <laughs> Go and read the rest in the book. <laughs> Who will conduct that kind of lecture? <laughs> First time you are a victim. Second time you are a volunteer. <laughs> it's all blessed today. It's all blessed today. Even life responds to what I've said. Bullet can fly somewhere and go and eat somebody. The bullet knows who has been thinking death. Because you see the physical world, but the physical world is being regulated by some spiritual forces. It is true. One of the richest families in Nigeria. I happen to know the daughter when I was in school. Some of them know the person I'm talking about. This one we have in Abiyokuta. I started teaching Abiyokuta many years ago. That one I just left UI. I was a young girl. So this girl was my friend. 
and I didn't have money for the meeting wanted to have, so I decided to go and sow one very funny seed. In their house, every security in Ikoyi, several city rooms. The first time in my life that I saw a plain white city room, all furniture, everything white. And we managed to enter. He didn't want it, so he was she. So we went to the BQ at the back. What they call BQ was a two-bedroom flat. Amazing. Standard swimming pool in the compound. And so we went to the back. Myself, my friend, and the ladies. So we were just in. Security guy liked me. He thought I was dating her, so he liked me. I mean, I would give something. <laughs> so we now went out. That your sister was like, people coming to the house and everything. So when she came, he started calling her that. Who were the people that came? So I saw one fine boy. That was what she said. And another one. So she was, she just said that. Uh, so she quickly said, ah, oh, no, they are Christian, that they have a program. They just stopped by. So I'm not scolding you that your friend came to see you now. So they have a program. Who is, he said, in a bell could happen. So people is preaching and is one hosting it. She just went in. Not a Christian. In that sense. She was the one that gave maybe 70% of the money for that meeting. She don't give a stand and said that when next to see him, give him this money. The sister said she was like this. That my sister won't give you cobble. That all the whites who give visa to people, they come to die in the house every evening. She told us, if you tell them you want to travel, you're in trouble. She told me. She said when she was in school, she could live in any apartment. But the husband really said that you are your sister. If she gets an apartment, I don't, I don't, none of my business. So she was staying like a, like a. I mean, she wasn't different from the rest of us in school. They went to the house and we saw the house. So she told me that, how come we've been friends for five years? She like, who are you? That you step into her house for the first time. My sister gave you money. She didn't talk to you. She asked me to give you. And she didn't even expect thank you from you. I said, bring the money. And I will tell you who I am after that. <laughs> even in your, do you know that uncles who say no to some relatives, they are giving some other people money. There is something regulating this thing. If you don't, you just get angry for nothing. Once people tell you that you get angry, they don't help with the poor. <laughs> now, your pastor does not exempt. I saw a fellow of his was saying that, you know, and I love to listen to the guy. When just said, all these rich men, the speech will never tell them to stop by in the small church on the road and give something. It's always to be sure they go to sow. Ah, I say, all right, ah. <laughs> if you obey certain laws in the spirits, the law will compare men. God is not partial. You cannot reap where you have not some period. Is somebody with me? Father, we thank you for your word. Thank you for helping us to be doers. Lord, the training starts now. And we'll do our best in Jesus' name. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus. I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.